Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It's starting soon. A new era of Tim and Joe calling in the ring on Fightful Overbooked. We're going to talk about what old Gunt had to say about his name. We're going to talk about Cowboy Brock Lesnar. We're going to talk about the Royal Rumble. And some other stuff. That, what, what the hell was that? How's it going, Joel Pearl? The, what? I, I, great. I mean, great now, I think. Now that the that lights was, are on a, and, and what the hell was that? That was a good time. That's what that was. Uh, Don't you know a good time when you see one? That was insanity is what that was. If you want to see a good time every time, subscribe. Fightful Overbook down below. There you go. Hey, look at that. You're doing my thing. Almost. I stumbled a little bit. Well, we got there. I'm here for it. You can toss a thumbs up on the video. You can leave us a comment after the fact. And if you're in the chat, welcome. And I can say this for the first time, and I'm super stoked. You can send us your super chats, and you can donate a Humper Chat over at HumperChats.com. They will be read on the air. They'll be brought up like our pal Ron Patel. Way to go for a super chat for Tim and Joel. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Inaugural inaugural we're excited to be here we're excited to talk wrestling this is what we do if you've never seen us before uh i hate to break it to you we are not analysts we are weird as hell and you won't enjoy it i hope you enjoy it and if you don't enjoy it leave a comment and tell us you don't enjoy it tim 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 we have much to discuss much but because this particular show is quite uh We'll say WWE focus because the Rumble's up and we just had Raw and NXT was last night. We'll start with AEW Dynamite. We'll start by previewing Beach Break because I know people are going to want to talk about it and I want to talk about it. So let's talk about it. How's that? All right. Let's head to the beaches of Cleveland. Warm, sunny beaches. If I close my eyes and think about it, I can see it now. Still cold. What's going on with that? It's beautiful. I don't like it. (laughs) Uh, What do we got? Uh, We got Red Velvet taking on Layla Hirsch. I'm oh. quite excited for this match. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm starting at the bottom of the card. Like... I'm working my way up. Yeah. Yeah. See, that seems bottom of the card. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's my favorite parts. It'll be fun. Yeah. I like. I like Layla Hirsch in ring. Is this going to be the? Um, is this going to be the moment for Layla Hirsch? Is this going to be the cementing of a heel turn for Layla Hirsch? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they've been trying to solidify her as a heel. Like I said, I think her her backstage stuff needs some work, but like the actual. <laughs> The I'm actual the ring ask. is solid. I think she's going to have a banger of a match with Red Velvet. I think they're they're well matched. Like I, I feel like Layla Hirsch can put on quite the showing just chucking her around. Yeah, why not? 
Uh, listen, if, if Layla Hirsch loses the match, I think that's enough for her to go absolutely crazy and just start whipping people. Just just start throwing people around like ragdolls. Let's do that. Yeah, fine with that. Yeah. Uh, we have a six-man tag. We've got Jericho, Chris Jericho, and Santana Ortiz, Pride and Powerful, taking on Daniel Garcia and 2.0. Uh, listen, we've seen this match bunch, but now we're just subbing in Jericho. So I don't know how to feel. I'm ready for this to be done. Now with Chris Jericho. Well, I I think this spells the beginning of the end with, for the inner circle, right? Like that's where I think this is added. (laughs) You've been asked to legit it up for Layla Hirsch. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. It's quite the slogan. (laughs) It is. (laughs) Uh, yeah. I mean the Santana and Ortiz thing, I'm just, uh, I'm ready for them to move on. And I think, I think the story they are. has been. Yeah. The story is that is, is, is ready for them to be. It's right. I'm ready for them to move on and be a tag team again and not just be Jericho's lackeys or Eddie Kingston's pals. Like it's great and it's fun, but like, let's, let's do something more. Let's get them in the tag, in the tag division. Let's take them really, really moving forward. No. Okay. What I would like to see is Daniel Garcia pin Chris Jericho. And then Santana and Ortiz just beat the piss out of Chris Jericho. That's what yes. I would love to see. That's that's what I think would be a nice, nice way to break them out tonight. Absolutely. And oh, and elevate baby. Daniel Garcia further. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, Daniel Garcia has been, you know, the silent main eventer of a ton of shows, including Rampage and Dynamite. He is legit main eventer Daniel Garcia. Let's feed him an L for the uh for old Chris Jericho. I mean, listen. It, it's not fun with Chris Jericho, but it is fun with Eddie Kingston. That's what it's all about. Uh, in a, speaking of fun, there's a ladder match on the card, Tim. I don't know if you knew about this. Oh no! The promo, the promo certainly didn't let you know that it was happening until like the last two sentences of it. Uh, for the undisputed TNT Championship, it's Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, the man who brought wrestling back, the leader of the revolution, the free agent taking on the, the do the thing. Sammy Guevara. Thank you. That's We're not back, even ladies remotely and gentlemen. close to what that's supposed to say. <laughs> close enough. We'll take it. That's our gimmick. We started it, not nobody else. That was us. We did that thing. Uh, yeah, Rhodes, Rhodes and Guevara. Is this a story of Cody Rhodes looked past Sammy Guevara and therefore Sammy's going to get the win? Or is it going to be Cody Rhodes wins because TNA, WWE, LOL, Cody Rhodes? Oh, Cody Rhodes wins. I think this is another sign of fans. Do you love me? Do you love me, fans? And uh, Sammy Guevara will be the the one who kind of showcases his skills. <laughs> Cody Rhodes <laughs> will hurt himself, and Sammy Guevara will come off looking the best despite losing. Uh, Armad Mike, whom, whom I have to remod on this channel, says, "Is it a partial send off for Cody?" Yes, absolutely. This is it. This is the the send. Cody Rhodes drops the TNT Championship to Sammy Guevara en route to the Royal Rumble where he joins <laughs> he the field lose. as Stardust. Oh my god. I think it's happening. They you know what? WWE they uploaded the 2015 Royal Rumble. You know who was in the 2015 Royal Rumble? Stardust. You bet. How long That's was he in the 2015 Royal Rumble? Buddy, I don't keep tabs of that stuff. What do you think <laughs> I am? An analyst? No. We what? Don't you do don't here. know Stardust's total time in the 2015 <laughs> Royal Rumble? No, but I'm sure our mod Dan, when he wakes up, he's probably going to find out for us and add it to the chat because that's Please what he do. does. And I, I appreciate I am it. I'm curious. Yeah. I am curious. Oh, and finally, a lights out match. It's Adam Cole, a baby, taking on Orange Cassidy. Uh, again, this is another feud that I, I'm fine with. But I'm ready for it to 
end or at least find a conclusion because best friends versus this elite paragon, whatever they're going to call themselves. Uh, I'm getting a little tired, but if this is the culmination, if this is it, then I will take this as the final match. Are you looking forward to it? Are you over it? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I am looking forward to it. I feel like it will be the culmination of this feud. Um, Orange Cassidy kind of has to win this, and I think it's okay if Adam Cole eats an L. Hopefully, Adam Cole and all involved agree. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to watching Orange Cassidy just Hulk up. Like, that's what's going to happen, <laughs> yes. right? He's going to feel things properly for the first time. We've been building to that because we've seen glimpses of feeling from Orange Cassidy as of late. This is going to be the the full-out raging Orange Cassidy. Watermelon. Cassidy. No, grapefruit Cassidy. Fruit. I told you, a more bitter fruit. But the problem with Watermelon Cassidy is that he's gotten so big and he's hulked up. He's green, just like the watermelon. Yeah, but it's mostly water and flavorless. I want, I want a, br- a bitter, brutal fruit. That's in what the I want. Center, in the center of the watermelon is the sweetness. And that's what he craves. He craves that sweetness inside of him to come out and just shower all over Adam Cole in defeat or, or victory in this case. Uh, it's like, a, it's it, whatever. Great for Hey, man, I agree with Elliot. I, I yeah. do think Orange Cassidy is winning. It's lights out. Therefore, is it unsanctioned? If it is unsanctioned, then that kind of, it, oh, it doesn't yeah. tarnish Adam, Adam Cole's record. Do. There you go. He doesn't take the L. The match just happens. Orange Cassidy gets a moral victory. It does nothing other than that. And that's fine. If they tell a good story and the lights out means that they're just, you know, using it as, as a crutch to not affect the ratings that mean everything in AEW and everybody follows the ratings to the letter. And every time that there is a champion, then that's anyway. <gasps> Oh, we could get blood orange tonight. Oh, blood orange. How do you get yeah. blood from an orange? You, you, the razor blade normally. Oh, good stuff. <laughs> I didn't know we could do that. I'm going to have to get an orange for this experiment sometime. Well, a uh, blood orange. You know. Oh, yes. Yeah, a blood orange. It's a, it's a particular type of orange. I don't know. You know, there's a song by one of my favorite artists, Hoxley Workman, called Bloody Orange. Very good song. You should go listen to it. Ooh. It's very down, but it's very sweet. It's nice. It's a duet. Anyway, that's Dynamite. I got nothing else to add for Dynamite. It's Beach Break. It's Cleveland. Our pal Jeremy Lambert's going to be there, and I'm sure he's going to enjoy the beaches of Cleveland, as he already has. Uh, and, and yeah, that, is there anything else you want to add about Dynamite? Uh, nope. That sounds about right. Uh, what do you want to do? You want to do NXT, or do you want to do uh, Monday Night Raw? Let's keeping do in Raw. Mind, let's keeping do in mind, Raw. we got the Rumble coming up. Oh, no, let's do NXT. Let's do NXT because I mean it'll, it'll all factor in, right? Uh, throwback, thank you for the super chat. Says this is awesome. Yes, it is. You can even chant it from your seats at home, please. Uh, it says I'm so happy for you guys. Do you think it's grime time for the North American Championship? He could push the North American Championship to the moon. Thank you for adding that in the super chat. That means I could do the voice. Mm-hmm. NXT. This was meh. I I enjoyed NXT. I thought that was good. Ah. Uh... I will say it felt a little bit more lackluster than the past few weeks have. Like it had its moments, but it, it was a little bit more muted than I've grown accustomed to. Uh, we're being asked the chat, by the way, about tonight and maybe does Johnny Gargano show up there in Cleveland? That's his hometown. I don't think he's showing up. I, 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 I don't, don't think so either. I think he's taking a break, like a proper break. <laughs> I, I, like there's an idea again, everyone always said, you know, what if he's going to go and, take out adam cole and help the best friends win this feud but at the same time i don't think it needs to be done i don't think gargano needs to unless he shows up and it's a one-off and it's just a cutesy little like 
here I am, but I'm not really here. That's fine. But I don't. Yeah. Really like if he's it. in the audience and they might like show, Oh, look who's in the house, Johnny Gargano. And he does a little wave and then he sips his beer and they let him carry on with his life. Exactly. And <laughs> like that's, that's the, bit, the most, if any, that I would expect. Just let him, let him stream on Twitch. Go watch Johnny Gargano on Twitch. He does that. It's good stuff. But uh, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's going to be a proper break, like a beach break. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> let, let the man become a father. Anyway, uh, back to NXT. So we open up. It's a Dusty Cup match. It's MSK and Jacket time in a match that absolutely killed. I loved it. Yeah, great match. I never realized how weird and irritating the Jacket time entrance was because their their own voices are repeated in the entrance music at like a very uncomfortably loud level compared to the music. It's Jacket time. It's Jacket time. Kushida. Come in, Jiro. It's like, yep, that's who's in the team. <laughs> hey, if you didn't know, then how would you know? Right? I think that's fair. I guess. Yeah, uh, you you learn. You you damn well learn. <laughs> like, uh, just a whole lot of double teaming. There's a whole lot of uh, a, a lot of tag team maneuvering, which I like because it is Dusty Cup, and uh, I think if anything, these two teams were going to be of the better variety. I mean, them and GYV were a good team. Basically, every team in the men's side had a lot of potential except for Briggs and Jensen, but they're too busy trying to Mac on Kate. Oh, they got potential. They're good country boys. You leave them alone. No, we've already been through this. The good country, all American boys are the Creed brothers. Now that's the way it is. <sighs> yeah. But they're from boring America. <laughs> they're, they're from wrestling America, Tim. Yeah. Okay? Boring America. Real wrestling's boring. <laughs> they're just, they're here to, to break faces and be American. Everybody does BJJ. Now I don't care if you're doing Greco Roman. Well, no, Brooks, Brooks and Jensen and whoever the other J is, that's different. I was trying to go on your BJJ joke. I, I, just... I, I clued in after it was nearly <laughs> complete. And because, it, it, yeah, good, okay. Valiant effort. Uh, yeah, listen, the, the finish to that match, by the way, for the MSK and, uh, and Jacket Time match. Loved that. Getting stuck in the hoverboard lock, doing that sudden uh, ghost tag, and then doing a leaping neckbreaker spine buster killer love that i'm a big fan of msk uh yeah. getting that yeah everybody does bj oh man uh okay and then they go to the bag zoe stark's talking to eo shirai they're suddenly friends again eo did not say that oh good point don't you put words in her mouth Good point. Zoe, and Zoe Stark is just like, I'd be in this competition if not for my bum leg. And in the back of her mind, he was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I don't need to participate in these stumpy brackets. But then why does Tiffany Stratton show up and just be like, I'm going to beat you. And Eo's just like, I'm going to yell at you in Japanese. Like, what What? What was the setup? I'm going to yell at Zoe in Japanese. <laughs> yeah, about how upset I am at uh, Tiffany yeah. Stratton. Um, let's, let's fast forward to the match. Again, a fine match. It was actually it was probably fine. one of her better matches for Tiffany Stratton. Expected her to lose because you glad she did. Lose. I would have been very irritated if she did. <laughs> uh, big big flap uh, flapjack from uh, from Shirai on Stratton, which I liked, and then taunting Stratton and saying "Call your daddy," which fantastic. She then does, <laughs> which later on she does, and we'll get into what happens there because that's a weird. That's a weird pairing if I ever heard one. Um, no, it's just a, a good, solid match for these two. It was like a five, less than five minute match, and all yep. of a sudden, it's over. Over the moon. I, li- I liked the the it's bit it. off the top with Eo just looking like, 
uh, like just dead inside. Like what is going yeah. on in this? My place of work has altered. Yeah, it was it was very strange. But I also liked at the beginning how Shirai is like getting tripped up by Tiffany Stratton and like going through the ropes and like missing moves. Like it was, it was cute. I liked it. Yeah. At least it put her over a little bit. Cause we all knew Stratton wasn't going to get the win. If Stratton got no. the win, it would have been strange. Yeah. Stratton wins. We riot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Could you imagine? Oh my goodness. Uh, they do the promo with uh, Cameron Grimes and Tony D'Angelo and then Trick and Mello show up with Holly J. Oh, let's not. I don't have a whole lot <laughs> to say about this. <laughs> I'm going to say this really nicely. Ollie J is what happens when your Instagram followers have more than your SoundCloud followers. That's all I'm going to say about Ollie J. The God of Elf and Tasma come out. I love this. We stand Tasma on the show, by the way. If you didn't already know that, we stand Tasma all day, all night. These these people are the best. Uh, Santos Escobar and Braun Breaker seems to be where we're going for. And uh, I love Escobar just mocking Breaker's poor math skills, his family's just uh, over exuberance, all the low hanging fruit. Yeah, uh, or, or poor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, you, know, you can't be a big star right now. And then out comes Braun Breaker, and a good, good little rebuttal. I'm fine with it. I, I, I don't like that Santos is probably going to lose on the way out. Uh, hopefully, going up to Maine. But otherwise, what else can you do? There's not much. It's good that he's getting featured in, you know, like a main event uh, scenario here. I just pray they don't stick him with Los Lotharios. That's the only thing that I request of WWE. Please don't. Please don't do that. Um, <laughs> please, please don't do that. Let the uh, dad show up. Let, let Santos's dad and uh, and Rick Steiner. Let them have. Oh, sorry, Rick Breaker is now what they call. Yeah, dad uh, fight. Let, let them have a dad fight. Dad fight. We're gonna get into to parent of fights in a few minutes. <laughs> it's coming that. yeah like I, I don't know i appreciate Braun breaker i like that uh just barking has become a a, a wrestler's chant oh yeah that's right it's, it's that so should good. Be what it is. it's very funny and satisfying <laughs> <laughs> so good it's so good i expect you to bark <laughs> Ooh, uh anyway it looks like they're going to do a tag match it's going to be breaker and a partner of his choosing which we'll get to in a few minutes at the end of the show uh taking on santos escobar's Legato del Fantasma. Good stuff. I'm a fan of that. Yeah, uh, I was also a big, hey, hey, you gave out, you, you, you just ruining it. Yeah. It's Tommaso Ciampa. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't that big of a reveal. It's like, yeah, it's Ciampa. Can't believe, yeah. Um, Boa, Solo Sokoa, false count anywhere match. Love that Solo Sokoa started doing the face paint, started doing the uh, the traditional, the, the Samoan face paint. Good yeah. stuff. Boa, of course, looking like his Sting Boa character, which, eh, sure, why not? Okay. Uh, good. Honestly, just a fun garbage match. The burnt face makeup wasn't total garbage. I was surprised. They didn't throw him in, like, a used pair of underwear with lucha holes cut out. Could you imagine if they had, though? <laughs> I wouldn't have been surprised. <laughs> Give him the old, uh, the old Jillian Hall special. <laughs> just a big, big thing right on your cheek, just ready to be eaten. It's a big, big chocolate chip cookie. Yeah, mm. but it, it, it looked pretty good. Bravo makeup department for once in, in WWE. <laughs> uh, and yeah, the match itself was fun. You know, they did all the, the backstage fighting. Uh, the garage door bit was excellent. Good yeah, stuff. someone's got to pay for that. Yeah. That garage door ain't cheap. Have you ever tried one of those big, like, service garage doors? When they break, they take a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. 
That's all I got. And then uh, Solskjaer through a table, gets the win. Good stuff. Top rope splash. The real, the real super fly way to win. Yeah, all the splashes for everyone. Uh, WWE legend Jillian Hall. Sorry, I had to, I had to throw that in there. Just like WWE legend Summer Rae. Uh, Duke Hudson and Guru Raj is next. Very quick match. Not much to say there. Uh, but the important thing is Dante Chen comes out. Dante Chen was one of my top five from this past week in a show that myself and Drew Nicholas do on Saturdays called Hits and Misses. And Dante Chen's comeback segment was one of my top uh, segments from the week. Yeah. So I was really happy to see him come out, kind of build on this and tell Duke Hudson, here I come. I will give you warning and let them have here a little bit of a thing. I thought that was good too. Like yeah. the delivery was well done. Like, which, yeah, yeah. That like, it's good to see that people are coming in and they have some charisma because <laughs> some people do and some people don't. And it's very noteworthy in NXT. And like Dante Chen seems like he actually has some. So looking forward to uh, his future endeavors. Yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Stop it. No, it's fine. I mean, they can happen in the WWE. They're still endeavors. <laughs> That's true. They are our main event and main roster endeavors. That's fair. Uh, Mackenzie Mitchell with Persia Parada and Indy Hartwell. I don't have anything to say about this. They're just... Backstage, it was uh, annoying. <laughs> Kate, Rage Room enthusiast Kaylee Ray shows up with her bat, as she always does, and says, hey, I'm going to beat Mandy Rose. And everyone's just like, sure you are, pal. Anything else? Not from that backstage, or no. <laughs> that well, was then they serious. go to a match. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it was just like, uh, you're married to Dexter Loomis. <laughs> Thanks for coming out. And meanwhile, Persia Parada is thirsting over some, uh, I forget who. And, and Indy's just like, hey, pay attention. And Persia's like, I, I have to pay attention. I can't do the, the voice right now. Uh, yeah, just like, yeah, just nuts. Hey, listen, everyone in NXT is is having sex with somebody. That's all that matters. Or at <laughs> yeah, least that's trying the to. Ri- that's what the writers in the back room are, are doing. They've just got like <laughs> all of the, a web of just interpersonal relationships, but uh, no binder of reasons for people to get into conflict. So. Yeah, we have noted chair pervert Sean Spears on AEW. We have noted bat pervert Kaylee Ray here on NXT. Who would be the noted pervert on Raw? If this were 2005, it would be noted sledgehammer pervert Triple H. Was was Steve Black, Blackman noted kendo stick pervert? Steve he didn't Blackman? have a kendo stick. He oh he did kendo sticks, but he also had the the other sticks. They were glue in the glue in the dark. Nun, nunchucks. They weren't nunchucks. I don't know. Someone in the chat will figure it out. Um, it's, it is what it is. The match happens. And in the middle of the match, noted bat pervert Kaylee Ray chases off Mandy Rose. Uh, listen, we're getting there just to get to stand in the liver where Cora Jade beats Mandy Rose. Right? We can agree with this. Yeah, we're doing that. Okay. That's I don't like Kaylee uh, Ray. Who's being cra- Like, it's, it's weird that Cora Jade is the, like, Cora Jade is to the women's championship as Braun Breaker is to the men's championship. And that is odd to me. Like they're really I, just hanging their, their hat going forward on Cora Jade, who I don't like dislike. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't see her as like the face that runs the place, you know? No, he, he, he's on Monday nights. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He's on, he, he was on the bump this morning. I know everyone here watching right now watches the bump. So he was uh, on the bump. AJ Styles was. Noted forearm pervert AJ Styles. <laughs> oh yeah, show me them forearms. <laughs> uh, by the way, <laughs> I'm not reading that out loud. 
I'm not reading that out loud. Uh, if you want to find find out what broke us, you're gonna to have to check us out on on YouTube. Yeah, you got to go to YouTube.com/slash Fightful Overbooked. Uh, I do. I, I I like this the idea of Cora Jade and Roxy as, but not as women's tag champs. I think the two of them are going to eventually have a one-on-one contest for the NXT Women's Championship, and that is the future, the young future of NXT's women division. Yeah, see, whereas I think, I, I don't know, I think the, the NXT Women's Tag Championships make more sense for those two right now, or in the yeah. near future, but we'll see. We will see indeed. Uh, Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada pick up the win for their team on a spinning face buster from Parada, so I guess we're eventually going to see those four women have a tag team match. I don't Best think Hartwell them. and Parada are winning the Women's Dusty Cup, though. No. That's not how they're going to get there. They're just going to have a regular old match because they earned it. They pinned a yeah. champ. That's how it goes. I think if anything, they're going to be in the competition in the Dusty Cup, but they are going to get screwed by uh, by JC Jane and, and yeah. yeah, by Tux Extraction, Gigi Dolan. Uh, and that's fine with me. Speaking of the Dusty Cup, they move on. Nofe and Blade, what did you think of that segment in the back where they flex in and talking about asking out Toxic Attraction and Nofe is just a horn dog and it's high school and what are we doing? Okay. Remember when I talked about how there's a clear division between people who have some charisma and some who need to work on it. Uh, yes, this was like the the like this was the showcase of that that issue because like okay, Idris, very good, very tons of charisma, oozing it. Like the you might even say it's toxic in regards to his uh, his social media, and then doing the little titty dance that was very funny. Uh, well, hold on, would you say that his attraction to manny rose is a bit toxic uh no healthy oh okay yeah well um okay. that's fine <laughs> but yeah what stuff what is joel right about <laughs> we'll uh, get there in a minute <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah then malik blade uh delivery was a little stunted but it was funny it worked for the two of them but yeah i think i think he's got some work to do he's on his way as a tag team, the, love them though. This is yes. Great. I was going to say, I like the fact that um, Malik Blade hasn't become the replacement for Leon Ruff. No. Because if you yeah. remember Ruff, when he was brought in, he jobbered to the stars, eventually got a lucky break, wins the North American Championship, but he's just part of a larger, uh, a larger uh, issue between Damian Priest and Johnny Gargano. And he just kind of gets involved somehow. He's just tossed into it. We're not doing that with Malik Blade. And that makes me very happy. I was very uh nervous that they were going to go that route and i'd rather yeah, see like, these two as a tag team he's found his place as idris Nofe's sidekick <laughs> which is fine by me uh speaking of sidekicks you think that raquel gonzalez and cora jade are going to be uh sidekicking together for the women's dusty cup oh god knows very temporarily <laughs> i think so yeah they'll do it they'll have some sort of like respect match next week between cora jade and raquel they'll team up in the dusty cup and then by the end of it what Raquel turns on Cora Jade and they have a match at uh, at the the pay per view, not the pay per view, the uh, yeah, uh, the, the not the takeover either. Vengeance Day is what they're calling it. Vengeance Day, um, yeah, yeah, I see that happening. One thing that they could have leaned a little more into, uh, the Raquel was like, Cora, you jumped off a cage in one match. I need someone who gets up after you know has yeah. match after match and gets up. Cora Jade jumped off that cage and then was debilitated for the rest of the match. Like they should have <laughs> leaned into like you didn't get up. Like yeah, she did some stuff, but like you were you were pretty down. 
Tim, she won the match for her team. That yeah, means she something. Won. Exactly. She 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 fell on top of someone at the right time. But yeah, like she she was clutching her shoulder for the rest of the match. They could have leaned into that, been like, yeah, you won, but like you know, use it. Listen, use your cannon. Right. They Just they like can't remember. You. They can't remember what happened beyond like the big moments. Right. And speaking of big moments, go ahead and you can send us a super chat or a humper chat at humperchats.com where you can support us, support the show, and show us some love because we appreciate y'all when we do that. Uh, Dusty Cup, next round, talking about grizzled young veterans. Sorry, we got to do the grizzled young veterans taking on Andre Chase and Bodie Hayward. Tim, I have a feeling that moving forward, Bodie Hayward and anyone else who identifies as a Chase U student has to win a match using a schoolboy. Yeah, someone should be. It's the most powerful move in all of wrestling. (laughs) They should be teaching that. That should be the one thing that Andre Chase teaches to his young pupils, how to win with a schoolboy It should be his damn finisher. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. That's all you need. I'm all for that. Grizzled Young Veterans win the match. Fine with me. Uh, This is what I expected to happen. But what I didn't expect afterwards was our big old pal Van Wagner showing up. And he's he's got some new digs, Tim. Yeah, they listened to us. No more they dump did. ass for this boy. <laughs> Buddy, when I saw him show up in a nice black t-shirt and a nice pair of, of, of suit pants and beats the shit out of Hayward and just goes to town on Andre Chase with a Death Valley driver and Olympic slam, I was so happy. And then when I see Suitman Stone walk in and he got himself a big old jacket, not just not a not a a, a small jacket but a large man's jacket and he puts it on Van Wagner. And I'm like, Oh, he got him new digs. Is he going to get him new tights? Hopefully that's what I hope. New tights. <laughs> Does Von Wagner's jacket mean that Naomi can't touch him? Oh, oh God. If double only. protection. That's good. I think this is going to be a case where Robert Stone, this, this is the pairing we've been waiting for. For Robert Stone, he's needed someone who's not a great talker, but just it, it's traditional in all its senses. But like Stone's a tall guy. Wagner is obviously much bigger. I think that there is something here that can be useful. They're not going to they're, they're going to keep trying with Wagner. Wagner's been in the company for like 18 years. OK, yeah, cl- what? Not literally 18 oh, yeah, years, yeah, but you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that. That makes sense to me. They, they're clearly over like they, they like him. I, he can't talk but they like him so good pair him with a guy who can talk that's all you need yeah, to exactly do. pretty straightforward i think this he's is got the a right look he's got a, a no a striking look so now with a uh, dump ass he might he might even look a little better exactly so let's let's let that happen speaking of new pairings you've got grace and is now tagged up with senga is what they're calling him he used to be sara from uh, indu share and uh, it's a secret service it's the important it's, it's he's the most important commodity in NXT because he has all those followers. Tim, did you know that he's almost at 10,000 followers on Twitter? Oh. Actually, let's find out. Is he actually... What's 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 the percentage of that compared to Ollie J's? <laughs> I don't want to know. Yeah. Uh, Grayson Waller <laughs> I'm, I'm has, saying oh, insignificant. Grayson Waller has 10.4 thousand followers on Twitter, so he is starting to cross the threshold and he's verified and his location on Twitter, by the way, rent free in LA Knight's head. Yeah, I just That's needed fine. to do that because right. <laughs> cool. we didn't have much LA Knight on the show, so we had to get that in there. Anyway, uh, yeah, exactly. Von Wagner has to watch out. He's going to get jacket heat with jacket time. 
Oh my god, that'd be a funny feud. Just That's just the two team. of them versus him. Oh my goodness! And the winners wear jackets all the time. <laughs> That's that, honestly, I'm looking forward to the day when Ikamanjiro is is faced with that threat. That if he loses this match, he can never wear a jacket again. Did you notice, by the way, that you and I were off the show this week? We were. Yeah. Uh, COVID. No. <laughs> no. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> no, we got to let the, the Odyssey Jones story breathe. So for those who don't know, uh, here on Fightful Overbook, because we're new on this channel, uh, they call me Joel Gacy because I bear a striking resemblance to the man on your Tuesday night screens who preaches about uh, tolerance and stuff. And then the guy the guy next to me, Tim, he's got a bald head, so he's my Harlan. Yeah, we shoehorned that one in, but it's fine. We really did. And if we ever meet, it's going to be a real awkward photo. Speaking of awkward, Diamond Mind, Malcolm Bivens, they <laughs> saying that Gunther is a terrible name and it should have God, been dumbass in all caps. God bless Malcolm Bivens. <laughs> Saved it. Yeah, that was uh, so good. <laughs> Great promo from him. Just overall, I liked the yeah. setting and, and having them just working out in the background. It works. It's a good, it's a good angle. They just need to actually win now. So yeah, and you know what? I think it would have been much more awkward had Roddy Strong gotten the last word in, and I was fearing that they were going to do that. Yeah, because no, he—I mean—he shouldn't be saying anything. He just—he just lost again. Shut up! You're less than the Creed brothers right now. <laughs> <laughs> Creed brothers on top of the world. Yeah. And Bivens, thankfully, Bivens ends it and says, "Diamond mine forever." Sure. Diamonds are forever. Woo! And then we get to the main of. Oh no, we didn't. We got to talk about Wendy Chu and Tiffany Stratton in the back. She calls Stratton's daddy. Talking to Talking to daddy and the referee's incompetent. So clearly daddy is going to be a referee. That's all I can say. No, it's not. I don't know. No, daddy no. might show up. It's not going to be William Regal, sadly. But Remember, though, some people don't know. We originally had a whole stake in place where, where daddy wasn't actually Tiffany Stratton's biological daddy. It was her sugar daddy. And I still think it is. But originally, our sugar daddy idea was William Regal because how else do you reintroduce no longer general manager of NXT William Regal, but you know, getting in in the back door, no pun intended. Instead, we have real daddy. We'll find out who it is, but she comes up to Wendy Chu and Wendy Chu's just like, everybody loses to Io Shirai. Factual, by the way. Sure. Very true. Just like, don't worry about it. Daddy, there's weirdos here. This woman's wearing uh, pajamas. <laughs> Noted daddy pervert. <laughs> Thank you, chat. <laughs> uh, Stratton knocks away the drink, and uh, Wendy Chu is just like, hey, my free refill, which, by the way, I know the plight of the free refill, and when you lose the free refill, it's not fun. Who Did I ever tell you about two the Two times that amount of soda or whatever she's drinking. Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? I don't know what you're... <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I do have to... Okay, so you know what? You know why this... this you know why this hit me so hard? I'll tell you a little story. Right. When I was 18, I worked at a place called Battery Plus. Do you remember Battery Plus? It was an batteries? Off- yeah, so it was an offshoot <laughs> yeah, yeah, of the yeah. source by Circuit City, which Canadians might know they're still awful. around. They're no longer owned by Circuit City. They're owned by Bell. But instead, awful. Battery Plus was the place where I worked. And uh, there was a uh, a place, uh, there was the food court across where I worked. And uh, I had a friend who worked at one of the, the places. It was New York Fries. And I would get the drink there because the drink was cheap. And I would get a refill there because he would give me a free refill. Well, one day I got the refill and I went back to work. This is my, my refill. I put it on the table and uh, I went to pick it up. And 
the bottom dropped out on the refill cup. <laughs> single use only, sir. I, I somehow, <laughs> somehow that cup was single use only. I have no idea how. I don't know why that sugar just ate through the bottom of that cup. But Did you I wrong was... your friend? Did he just like quietly take a box cutter and just a, a nice little incision around that bottom? He was a little nuts. It's entirely possible. Well, I don't know. It was very strange. I would have done it. It's funny. Battery Plus is still around according to Throwback. So there you go. It's not in Canada. So yeah, or if there's, it is, a, there's one location. There's like a battery house in Moncton, New Brunswick, I think. But I can't. There you go. <laughs> battery Plus is like such an innocuous name that anyone's going to take it. I just uh, don't know how you survive yeah. being like that single purpose as retail nowadays. <laughs> like, well, at one point, they started selling cell phones and cameras. I'd turn the store around. Oh, so around. battery and battery containing things. Well, the plus stood for all the other things that they would sell. Oh, man. Yeah. So real. I sold digital cameras and portable DVD players. Keeping in mind, this was years ago. Like we're yeah, talking yeah, yeah, yeah. like 10, 15 years ago. More than that. Holy shit. Almost 30. Um, I'm not 38. I'm not 38. I'm not 38. Let's move on. Cameron Grimes is in the main event taking on Tony D'Angelo for the number one contendership of the North American Championship. You you did this so hard that your focus went out and then came back. The camera knew that this was more important than my face. So. Kind of is. Uh, yeah. Again, good match. I expected this to be Tony D's swan song. Not swan song, but his first loss in NXT. Uh, and again, the story has been forever. Oh my God, I'm going to ban this guy. Uh, <laughs> The story has been forever that uh, Cameron Grimes, Cameron Grimes has been trying to make a name for himself as a character, as a rich boy in NXT. And I like that we're starting to get him going for the titles. He's doing it for real now. That's right. He's a real contender, Cameron Grimes. He's going to the moon. Why Money not? pervert Cameron Grimes. Money pervert Cameron Grimes. <laughs> Maybe he's Dogecoin pervert or... No, no, he sold that. He turned that into actual money that can do he can do things with. <laughs> Heck yeah, absolutely. That's what we're after. He's taking all of his money, putting it in stocks, and then he's using those stocks to win matches. Get put more stock in Cameron Grimes. Yeah, everyone puts stock in Cameron Grimes. Exactly. So uh, listen, there was some good some good offense. Pendulum back backbreaker. Uh, pendulum backbreakers. Thank you to go. Some good crossbody action some good stuff and then in the end oh my god yeah i i have to say i've been i've been ripping on everybody's crossbodies cameron grimes of course he's the one to finally do one that looks good first one i've seen in what feels like years he knows he knows how to work he knows come on how about a running flipping splash oh so good (laughs) a lot of good two counts a lot of good just stuff going on didn't really love the distraction because it comes noted cricket bat pervert pete dunn yeah who i thought was dead (laughs) i i was led to believe that we had a casket and everything but apparently not pete dunn is still alive pete dunn's back in nxt somehow and uh as he hits that's what i i I thought he was moving on you know i guess those cement shoes weren't uh thick enough right that was it that was the time but instead He's here. He could have just been here for a one-off. Maybe that was his his goodbye. And uh, Grimes hits a cave-in, gets the victory. It's a good match. It's a great finish. Uh, yeah. And then they quickly had to go to the back where they unveil that it's going to be uh, Breaker teaming up with Tommaso Ciampa, which is good. I think this is Ciampa's swan song. Yes. And this is the way to do it. Agreed. Yeah. And this is, so I made this joke, you do a cricket bat on a pole match. But the problem is we just did one with a much tougher object. Yeah. So you know what you it's... do. <laughs> Are you familiar with Full Metal Mayhem from TNA? 
No. I'm popping literally just JJ in the chat. You put a cage around the ring, and, a, and in the ring, you put a whole bunch of stuff uh, hanging on it. It's just a whole bunch of toys. Uh, it's cricket bats, barbed wire. Uh, did, I don't know. You pick, pick, pick the weapon. They put a bunch of weapons. Hang them up around there. That's what you do. That sounds visually unappealing to me. <laughs> it's just like a dirty cage. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what we're doing. We're going to get the dirtiest cage, and we're going to put Tony D'Angelo and Pete Dunn inside of it. And they're going to have to clean it. <laughs> okay that's a task i guess and if you want to clean us out of your funds just go ahead super chats humper chats humperchats.com and also if you're here toss us a thumbs up on the video you can leave us a comment if you're watching after the fact and subscribe to us here at fightful overbook there's a lot of content not just our weird talkabouts all day long right you want to talk about raw well we're going to talk about raw Oh, lethal lockdown. Sorry. See, I, kn- I see that. That's what I thought because I was like, no, this does sound no, familiar. lethal, lethal lockdown was it was just the the, the cage. No, but what was the one with the kennel on the outside? That's the kennel from hell. Is that seriously kennel from hell? It's the Ambrose Island. Yeah, they, uh, you all know what we're talking about. I don't give a damn. Well, Let's what, talk about at, Cowboy yeah. Brock. We're talking about cowboys, cowboys and Brocks. Yeah, yeah. He comes out. He's a cowboy. Inconsequential Raws is what a weigh in, a weigh in with also no consequences because it's no weight classes, it's not really a thing. Tim, it was a weigh in with no way out. You suck. (laughs) I mean, what are you jealous? (laughs) All all this is, all this was, was a weigh in to certify these men meaty, and they are certified meaty. There you go. Yes, 273 pounds of bobby lashley and whatever i don't care they're just two big men and that's all they are but you know what at least the scale functioned better than the one that they tried at daly's place uh, a few months back (laughs) with the doctor scale yeah well you know who was it who was it operating that big show wasn't it (laughs) was paul like trying to operate that scale it was a doctor scale i don't know how to use one of those buddy i go to the doctor i know how I mean, to use I don't, that scale they just made up whatever weight they wanted for him at any given time so like i'm not surprised he doesn't know how to use a scale that was just weird i don't know anyway not important this yeah. scale worked it was it was just a weird just a just a weird thing and a weird way to introduce the cowboy hat on brock and for Corey graves to be like you know you're wearing a lot of clothes there brock and brock being like you want me to get naked for you Corey graves I mean, yeah, yeah, kind of. That's that's like that. You know, more or less down to your britches, at least. Like, great. Uh, like, you can do that. Just to ruin all y'all's picture of of uh, Brock Lesnar in his little cowboy hat. He's living in Saskatchewan, so picture that cowboy hatted body surrounded by snow. <laughs> Is he wearing other things with the cowboy hat? <laughs> oh, not in my mind. <laughs> it's cold out there in Saskatchewan. <laughs> oh and then finally they do a whole thing it's like look who's a comedian now you know this will be the shortest title run of your career and then bobby who is gonna win the championship bobby it was who. cute it yeah, was but it was just nothing good. happened um the the whole night of raw like nothing happened yeah it was kind of like we we yeah it just it happened like it wasn't dreadful or anything, but nothing felt particularly consequential. It certainly didn't feel like a go home to a paper to one of the biggest pay per views of the year, perhaps the second biggest pay per view of the year, or sorry, I premium changed... live event. Thank you, PLE. I changed <laughs> yeah. my guitar strings 
while watching Raw. I never do that. And uh, that is kind of the way you know I'm not paying as much attention to Raw. It didn't I'm doing that. It didn't thoroughly capture my attention, no. Uh the one segment that I was looking forward to just we'll get we'll get to, but yeah, it's also now being smeared over three weeks unnecessarily. So here we are. Well, I do love smearing things over three weeks. <clears throat> Bianca Belair wins, beats Zelina Vega, sure, why not? Just trying to get the Bianca Belair getting pumped up for the Royal Rumble. Don't think she's gonna win. We're gonna talk about that. <laughs> we'll get the Rumble preview. Oh boy. oh boy, hi uh um priest and owens had a really really good match that had dog shit finish as expected <laughs> really bad finish and then and then on on social media they tweet uh a win is a win and still damien priest and i was like yeah a win is a win even when it's a loss apparently because it was another loss for damien priest and so it's we- so dumb do we do it again next Monday, the night after the Rumble, because both men will have eliminated each other from the Rumble simultaneously? What are we doing? I don't know. It better end with Kevin Owens holding the North American Championship, because I don't know. Damien Priest, I really love him. This is the stupidest character. Like, if not Kevin my Owens, bag, man. If you're saying Kevin Owens wins the North American Championship, he's going to have to go back to Tuesdays. I don't think he wants to do that. I think he wants the U.S. Championship. <sighs> Is that what it is? Yeah, you said right. the U.S. You said I the, said North, the American. North American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The U.S. Whatever. The mid card title. Oh, they aren't mid card titles. Tip. <laughs> Sorry, that's the other promotion. Um. Anyway, yeah. I just i I don't think you run that stupid match if you don't have a finish. And they did it again. They just wanted to look both men make them look strong. But like this thing, I strong? thought we were pumping up KO to be back in the main title picture. Like, what is going on? I think things changed a lot when they realized that they lost Roman for that one, literally one match and rebooked everything into just confusion. Yeah. It's very strange. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. Kyler's saying priest was protected for months and months and now he's getting DQs left and right. And it's true. We talked about this on the show when KO beat him the other night or the other week. And like, that was his first singles loss loss. They didn't address that. KO didn't say anything. It just kind of happened. Like I said, I, <sighs> And like Damian Priest was so cool in NXT. Like he he just being who I think he is, it works really well as a character. I, and like I don't begrudge the the getting rid of the archer of infamy crap because I thought that was corny as hell. Like I don't mind that, but this duality of man stuff doesn't work. Like he's not that good at pretending to be all angry. He's just like a cool guy. So yeah. like he, like he is like Razor Ramon. So ha- having him cartoonishly pretend to like go unhinged every week just isn't working for me. I uh, I didn't hate the way that this whole thing started. Like when when they no, brought him up to the main roster, yeah. it's when they changed him over to Duality of Man. That was the character yeah. where I was like, do we have to do it this way? Yeah, it's just it's not clever. It's not interesting, and I I don't think he in specific is particularly well suited for it. Somebody could be, but not not him. And then meanwhile, they go to the back and Sony Deville's like, hey, you're at risk of being sus- suspended or fined Cut or it out. worse. Yeah. We're going to fire you if you get DQ'd again, if you can't hold I in wouldn't, your anger. I wouldn't take that threat lightly, Damien. <laughs> That's right. She's wearing a jacket. You know she's being serious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then, of course, there's, we're there's doing... been a severe case of budget cuts going around, so I don't That's know. Right. Oh, man. We're doing a, uh, a Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, and Dana Brooke versus Nikki Ash. Carmella and my pick to win the Women's Royal Rumble, Tamina. Stop. What? <laughs> Tamina's not winning the damn Rumble. You don't know that. She's she's big. She's strong and imposing. It'll take a lot for people to throw her out of the ring. Plus, 
Tamina's Tamina's the best. Come on. Yeah, she's been around for too long, as she said. (laughs) Which is like, that's not a good thing to say. (laughs) And nobody's meaner. Don't forget that. Nobody meaner. All you witches on notice. Anyway, Ripley, Morgan, and Brooke win, and that's the match. <laughs> like, that's the thing. That happened this week on Raw. That was this week, wasn't it? With all of the, like, the six different women vignettes where they're like, the Royal Rumble. And it was like, they're like, very produced. And I was like, wow, this is, <laughs> it's standing out, but like, not in a good way. Like, it feels worse somehow. Like, it, it looked work. it looked crisp, but, but yeah, it did not work. Yeah, exactly. So what I'm saying is in my predictions... I'm going to put down Tamina as the winner of the the Women's Royal Rumble. I am tongue-tied today. You're just going to take that big goose egg all for a bit. (laughs) We're going to talk about that shortly anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gable and Otis, let's talk about that real quick. By the way, a 4.0 GPA is great. A 4.0 GPA from Full Sail University, well, you get what you get, I suppose. Because all of a sudden, you've got this Emmental Otis non-spelling thing. Did you notice this, by the way? Where he screwed up spelling the word they gave him? (laughs) Yes. And then they announced it as correct because he was supposed to not screw up the word? That's right. And then meanwhile, you've got, and I said this in our group chat over on our Discord, and we'll we'll, we'll discuss the Discord. I think it's going to come over Wait, with us here. What was his yeah. word? It was a mental, like the cheese? Calibration. Oh, it was Emmental. Emmental was Otis's word. That was Otis's, yeah. Calibration was Riddle's word. And yeah. when Riddle gets to it, I, originally I was like, they're going to give him a $10 word. He's going to be an idiot savant, or it's going to be a weed reference. It kind of did both. Calibration's yeah. not a $10 word, but like no. in a spelling bee, it's a little, you know, it's a little bit more on the, the second or third round side of things than the Yeah, first. maybe second round. Yeah, it's a little longer, I guess. Yes. Uh, anyway, he's just like, ah, just like my calibration on my scale. And yeah, Orton's laughing. So that's all that matters here. I like fun Orton. He seems like he's having a uh, the time of his life. <laughs> Apparently, Dave Meltzer spent five minutes on Otis misspelling the word. I don't. I don't know that I can spend five minutes on it. It was funny as hell, though. I love Otis. I miss. Yeah, I love Otis. I think he's got a lot yeah. of gimmick potential. And even Chad Gable, they give him the word disillusion, and he completely just goes dumb with it, and he miss. I thought... he misspells it, but it's the wrong pronunciation because Kevin Patrick is not because he a, cut him off American in the in, English. He guy. Cut him off. He cut him off in the in the definition too. His arrogance. Oh, yeah. He was hoisted by his own petard. I thought this part was actually written pretty well. They chose the right word for it. Like it, it worked. What are you trying to say here? Are you trying to say that? Uh, are you trying to say that a four at, at Full Sail University is not all it's cracked up to be? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Obviously. Okay, just making sure. And then dumbbell for Randy Orton. Yeah. Which, <laughs> he looks at dumbbells every day. Oh, God. He looks at dumbbells all the time. Yeah. And he wins it. And then they challenge each other to a match, Orton versus Gable, in a really great match. Again, can't say enough good things about Chad Gable as a wrestler. And as this character, he absolutely is just doing great work with this. He took, he, oh, man, he sold the RKO. Beautiful. That was a great he, finish. Yes, goes down on his head, does a front flip, just leans into it perfectly so that Randy doesn't even need to flip him over to get the pin, just needs enough to like, just roll over, get him, to roll himself over and get in on that pin. That was fun. Yeah. Good match. Was solid. Yeah. Uh, Might have been the best segment on Raw. <laughs> Are you Hot sure take. it wasn't the Alexa Bliss segment that I completely don't remember anymore? She's working through it. <laughs> She's working through it. She's now in all black. They keep changing her attire. She's so in mourning. Lily's oh death. Boy. 
Well, Vince McMahon and Austin Theory are hanging out again. And this time, for some reason, Vince McMahon has Austin Theory's phone. Yeah. Anyway, Theory's like... That didn't advance... (laughs) This didn't advance at all this week. (laughs) (laughs) And then Theory theory asks Vince McMahon, like, hey, give uh, give me position 26 or 29. And Vince is like, you know, what? Why would I have any influence over that? Huh? No. Go take a better selfie for me and then come back and I'll give you your number or something like that. I don't know. I kind of missed yeah, it. Yeah. I also don't remember a single thing Vince McMahon said. Come back with a really good selfie. That's all he said. Oh, and then AJ Styles would be the match. Uh, Hall of Fame, first ballot, Hall of Famer, AJ Styles. Okay. Sure. Uh, so AJ Styles and Austin Theory have a match. And uh, again, a really good match, a really good one-on-one contest, and that's the thing, and that's all that happens. And they, they noted uh, phenomenal forearm pervert AJ Styles wins the match. That's this it. Means nothing. Yep, that's it. That's over. It was fine. The Royal right. Rumble is this Saturday. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Where is she? <laughs> no, Jesus. Oh God. <laughs> I got nothing else here. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Once again, the Royal Rumble is Saturday, and we have no idea who's in or who's out or who's doing what. Let's. It's mostly along. raw competitors at last look for the men's Royal Rumble. <laughs> I have the list. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the the Becky and Dewdrop segment in the back. I loved the split screen. Yeah, I was, loved yeah, it. Yeah, it was good. When and I'll go back. This was January third when I said it's going to be Dewdrop and Becky. So thank you. Um, when that happened, I said I need all the Irish and Scottish nonsense I can handle. And I think, I think, Tim, Dewdrop's going to come out with half of her face painted in the Scottish flag at the Rumble. Yes, just do full Braveheart with it. (laughs) And Vince McMahon will be like, wear a little kilt. (laughs) No, she can't do that because then she's, she's, then she's taken away from, from a certain other person we're going to talk about in the Rumble. So uh, maybe not, maybe not the little kilt, Uh, but definitely the face. They're going to do the face paint. She's going to have at least half of her face painted like the, uh, uh, like the Scottish flag. I think that's what we're going to do. Uh, but either way, good. I think this really sold Dewdrop as a competitor, as someone yeah. who can talk and as someone who's believable as uh, as a, a, a contender for that women's a threat. Yeah, like it's good. It really it built her up. And that's what we want to see. You know, I mean, she built her up. Like she's running, but she's been given like such a weird situation and she's doing pretty well with it. Exactly. Yeah. And then, and then Becky comes out in her 2014 NXT gimmick where she's dressed up like a leprechaun and dancing through the ring. <laughs> she's carrying the shillelagh. Yeah. That's right. Oh, that's going to be awful. Let's do it. Uh, Ray Dominic versus the Street Profits. I don't remember this match, but I do I remember just... that they all dump each other over the top rope afterwards. And again, this is all leading because it's been Ray dumping Dominic anytime Dominic tries it. Dominic's going to dump Ray in the Rumble match. Yeah. It's gonna yeah, be, exactly. That, like that's what we're building up to because yeah. he hasn't been able to get the better of his dad so far. So, and then he's gonna get the better of his dad, and then they're gonna do this whole like everything's fine, everything's fine, hefe, everyone's laughing, ha ha ha, and then someone's gonna turn on somebody. Do you turn Rey Mysterio against his own son, or do you do it the other way around? I think Dominic needs to turn heel to actually make him interesting. I agree. <laughs> like Ray doesn't need anything here. Like I, I think that's what, unless Ray Mysterio has some genius idea to go full evil. But I really don't think he does. Like this you late in the career, that? he's just like, I never really had a heel run. Let me, just, let me have a crack at it. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. And then we get to the final segment of the night. It's Marisa's birthday batch. By the way, this is the Royal Rumble Go Home Show. So here we are. It's Marisa's birthday. So clearly the main event of the Royal Rumble this year is a mixed tag match, right? Well, and again, like we said, this was a WrestleMania caliber match. I wanted to see this story drug out over, you know, a few months on the way there. But no, they they rushed it right to the Rumble. So it kind of is. Yeah, it's just happening. They it was like, hey, I got you a Rolls Royce. I've gotten you a five hundred thousand dollar ring. But then there's that's the painting. too much. That's too much for a ring. That's stupid. A Schamberger original, the painting that Miz gets for Maurice first, and then gets the glittery jewelry box that says "No Limit." At which point, I said, "Ooh, a Master P gift," and that <laughs> that cut real deep. Let me tell you, <laughs> it was a. It was just a fun segment. I love. Yeah. I I expected it to be Miz getting all freaked out. That's that Edge and Beth were coming, and like eventually something would culminate at the top of the ramp. But then I forgot the security was there. Instead, yeah. they had the big the big gold box, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm not going to do anything with this box. It's just there. And then the reveal is it's the brick. What's in the box? It's a brick. It's a What's beautiful brick. The Put the brick on the mantle. <laughs> I love that Remember they did it all the time. It, and again, it's a thin brick, so it fits. Yeah, exactly. Thin it's ass a showcase brick. piece. Well, it's got to fit in a clutch. What do you want? <laughs> you were the one who was like, that's not a thin brick. And I'm like, they sanded it down. Whatever. Brick's a brick. You get a brick and you get a brick and it hurts. That's true. Outcome is, uh, sorry, outcome Edge and Beth dressed uh, instead of, uh, instead of being Vikings, they are now dressed up as uh, punk rockers from the late 80s going to CBGB's. Despite being, well, you know, and they might have in the 80s. Oh, that's true. They probably would have. Uh, and yeah, you know what? Betty Phoenix looks absolutely jacked, shows off her arms, loved it. It was fun. Um, and then, of course, all this to put over the fact that Edge and Beth Phoenix do hella tag team moves well. <laughs> they have been working together. That's what this proves. They do a heart attack, they do a 3D. Uh, they should have hurled the brick at Maurice, but of course, there were people at ringside, so you can't do that. Stupid fans. <laughs> And again, like th- this match or this segment, like entertained. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It Edge does can do a power nothing. bomb through a cake. Yes. That was fun. Man, now I want cake. Yeah, I got cheesecake in the fridge. Actually, I shouldn't eat more cheesecake. What flavor? Oh, I made two compotes to put on a blueberry and strawberry. So, oh, that's great. Take your poison. I should come over later, but it's too cold, so I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Anyway, the Royal Rumble is Saturday. <laughs> And that's which is I, which is how wwe feels about the rumble like anyway here's the rumble uh so let's just run down the card real quick as we start to wind down uh get in your humper chats your super chats your donation whatever you want to do show us some support because guess what this is some of the stuff you get to see on fightful ever booked all week let's go yeah there we go tim uh you got you're gonna have a guest you're gonna have one more can you look can you look after a child yeah yeah <laughs> how are you can do that you can eat all skills? the damn cheesecake you want it, to be fair, it was a it's it's a very big cake, uh, and a little unusually shapen because I don't have a springform pan, so it was made with anyway. It's good. <laughs> it's a little it's a little light and airy in the middle, and a little more dense in the back. I don't know how that happened. So, I mean, anyway, not important. This isn't a cooking show. The Sunday <laughs> show is the cooking show. Sundays at noon Eastern here at youtubecom slash overbook. That's the Tim and Joel Cook at Home show. Yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Edge of Beth Phoenix versus Miz and Maurice. Beth Phoenix versus Miz and Maurice. Uh, mixed tag match. Who wins the match? What do you expect? Uh, who who won in Edge versus the Miz? 
Edge one. Edge one. Miz wins. That was the return Ms. of Beth. Miz and Maurice wins. There we go. I, I also think Miz and Maurice win this match. Yeah. Does it go to a third? <laughs> at WrestleMania, perhaps. I no, don't know what stipulation we put on that. No, you do Edge and Miz at Saudi. That's what you do. <laughs> or you put Edge and Miz in the Elimination Chamber. <laughs> Fifle overcooked. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, no, I, I've got Miz and Maurice winning this match. That's what yeah. I got. Uh, for the Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop. I'm pretty sure we know where this is going. In a good showing, Dewdrop's going to win. No, Becky Lynch going to retain this title, right? Doy. All right. Uh, what do you? Okay, so let's let's pivot to the Women's Royal Rumble for a second. We have the 30 Women's Royal Rumble. Let me read off to you who's been announced. Okay. And then we can get into some speculation. We've fast. got Rhea Ripley, Nikki Ash, Dana Brooke, Carmella, Queen Zelina, Tamina. So basically all tag teams. Uh, Shotzi, Natalia, Aaliyah, Naomi, Shayna Baszler, Charlotte Flair, Nikki Bella, Brie Bella, Lita, Michelle McCool, Kelly Kelly, WWE legend Summer Rae, uh, Impact Knockouts champion Mickey James, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan. So that's my order of announcement. Total count? Uh, I don't know, 17, 1, 2, 3, oh 4, God. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. 21, probably Nine more. more positions. Okay, okay. Earlier this week on Fightful Select, the news dropped that WWE is really trying hard to get Ronda Rousey back for this match. That's going to hit some uh, some plans, isn't it? If it happens. Is Ronda that interested? Uh interested or interesting well i know my opinion on that but that's purely opinion um yeah. is she yeah, interested that, in coming back yeah is she interested in doing pro rat i guess or is it just pure money like i guess she the, the, money i don't know what she's doing now the general consensus and this was after SummerSlam. nick khan had told ariel hawani that uh that she's coming back the timeline wasn't set but the plan was that, that she would come back that round of would come back so if you bring back Ronda Rousey. Do you have Rousey win this match? She shouldn't, but yeah, probably. Now we have to do the SmackDown Women's Championship as the story going into Mania. Who gets that shot? Now, my biggest concern here, not concern, I shouldn't, I, I don't like using concern or worry or anything like that. Um, leading into this, you and I have been talking about how the story has been that it's charlotte flair in the rumble that's the story yeah yeah. and therefore whoever eliminates charlotte or whoever gets into a tussle with charlotte that's going to set up the smackdown women's title match what if it's ronda rousey and then she wants becky lynch or what if ronda rousey comes back wins and says i want charlotte flair well that's the thing like okay a couple of ways this could go she wants Becky Lynch because blah, 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 three-way, blah, 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 you know, a high watermark of, of WWE in the recent past. <laughs> uh, and it turned into a triple threat, which everyone's like, Bleh. so uh, like she could, everyone's at the, the discourse is that it's Becky. Like that's, that's immediately where everyone's going. And it's like, okay, well, that's a big fuck you, screw you to, to Bianca. I don't have a beef uh, here, so let's yeah, just Yeah, it, it is what it is. Anyway, like, so that, it really screws up Bianca's situation in like a crummy like yeah boom fully kofied <laughs> yeah the completion of bianca's kofiing will will be 
if that happens. Uh, that being said, like I don't have an issue if she goes after Charlotte Flair. Make the Charlotte Flair the story of the Rumble. Have Ronda eliminate Charlotte Flair. And then, boom, like have Ronda win if we absolutely must. And then she faces Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. And I'm not at all interested in that match. But you're going to get it. And you're going to like it. Damn it. You're going to eat it. And, and you know what? I would prefer Becky versus Bianca, as most people have said. Charlotte Same. versus Ronda was a match that was going to happen at one point and didn't happen. Exactly. So why not? Or maybe it did happen. It happened at Survivor Series, didn't it? I don't know. I don't care because I didn't Regardless. I wouldn't care then. I don't care now. <laughs> Regardless. I see people in the chat talking about Lita versus Charlotte. I know that they kind of started that that storyline or at least they did something on smackdown i don't know if they continue it yeah here's my concern here's again not concerned uh here's my thoughts on the lita thing like lita may want one more run there's zero promise that that's what she's gonna get here like remember when christian came back at a royal rumble for you know he showed up on raw he's literally in catering for like one (laughs) segment and then he's gone forever that's it like that's that could very well be what happens. Like you, I would not take Lita having one final run as a certainty just because she said it on a show. The things that they that that get said on Raw and SmackDown are soon forgotten. So, Lita versus Bailey is the match that I would prefer to see. I want to see Bailey return, dump Lita unceremoniously, and then let those two start a program that leads to Mania. Like this thing, if Ronda comes back, it ends up being Ronda wins the Royal Rumble and whatever, fine. Because I think the original plan probably was Bailey wins the Royal Rumble if she is coming back, which she probably is at this point. So, but if she doesn't, if she comes back and yeah, it becomes Lita versus Bailey, that sounds like excellent. I'm very into that. So, my my one thing is like, now do we still get a women's elimination chamber? Knowing that it's going to be in Saudi Arabia. And knowing how they might feel about doing a women's elimination chamber in Saudi Arabia. Oh, they're not doing a women's elimination chamber in Saudi Arabia. Like, I think we might still get the network one that you were talking about, but they can't. It's difficult because they're on two different networks. So I feel like they're going to displease someone if they do that. So I don't know that that's even on the table. As of right now, I don't think SmackDown is actually uh, officially locked in for a location that Friday. And then the elimination chamber pay-per-view in Riyadh is supposed to be the that weekend so i don't know what's going on there either way this the ronda rousey thing has really thrown a wrench into the a lot of the gears for the rumble and a lot of the way people were thinking about how the rumble would go i originally was thinking bianca doesn't need to win the rumble bianca can win something like the elimination chamber which she's never won before by the way brock lesnar same thing brock lesnar wins the elimination chamber in riyadh because he's never competed in or therefore won an elimination chamber. That's what you do with Brock. You do the same thing with Bianca Belair, but then he, now you got Ronda and it's like, well, we got to do something with Ronda. It's got to be a title match. It's got to be big because WrestleMania has two nights and it's in a stadium that has a hundred thousand people that can pack into it. How do you fill it both times? Yeah. I think Bianca gets shoved aside. Like, I don't agree with that, but I think that's, what's going to happen. I think you're right. And I think it's absolute dog shit to do that. Yeah, there you go. Hey, Ricardo, <laughs> thank you for the, thank you for the, the uh, super chat. My first Tim and Joel podcast. Here's some money. Well, we'll take your money, and we appreciate you very much. Thank you. Um, it, yeah, like it. It this has been for months. Is what it, it, the recent talks with Ronda? This has been in the pipeline for a while. I think PW Insider went as far as to note that her hair and makeup person has been like booked out for the Rumble for weeks and weeks, like ahead. So there seems to be a thing. And and again, like the 
yeah, let it play out with Bianca seems to be what people are saying. I don't know what they do. I don't know. I remember I you singing that too. I remember you singing that tune right after SummerSlam. I did. Oh, and are. of course, yeah. with yeah, the, the Rousey stuff just kind of piques everyone's interest as to what do you do moving forward. You have two two women's championships. Do you give one, you know, do you, does it is it Charlotte or is it Becky? Or do they completely flip it around, which they've done before, and have someone completely different win one of the women's championships? A la Charlotte loses the women's championship going into Mania, and we find someone else to challenge. And that I mean, sounds talk- the most desirable to me because I feel yeah. like Charlotte, they could set up in whatever, and it'll be good. Like they trust her enough, you'd think, but maybe not. I don't know. They're not good at writing women's feuds. So, listen, all I'm saying here is Asuka comes back into the Rumble. And Asuka eliminates WWE legend Summer Rae. And that's the match for WrestleMania. Asuka versus Summer Rae. No. <laughs> Not for a title. Just just like that's the main event. No. Fine. Whatever. You don't know. Lacey Evans comes back. Lacey Evans coming back is Lacey something Evans. that I'd like to see. Lacey Evans comes back. Oh, here we go. Ronda Rousey wins the Rumble. Yep. Rousey versus Becky. Yeah. L- Lacey Evans third wheels it. New oh my fight. god, it's perfect. New mom it's, fight at WrestleMania. It's the battle of the new moms. Come on. If that if you haven't left a thumbs up over that comment, I don't know what to tell you. That's the one. That is the one. If you haven't subscribed to the channel based on that, I don't know what to tell you. Let's move on. I think we've kind of dissect this to death for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, uh yeah. for the Universal Championship, it's Roman Reigns versus versus Seth freaking Rollins and the oh, Usos yeah. are somehow barred from ringside because Roman did that to himself this past week on SmackDown by not punching one of his brothers or uh, cousins <laughs> not brother there you go <laughs> brothers was was Seth anyway <laughs> I don't know if they'll mention his name but yes Lacey Evans child is Charlotte Flair because Rick got her pregnant <laughs> oh boy oh dear uh so what do you think it rains and Rollins do we see a title match title change do the Usos get involved anyway maybe cost Roman Reigns, some of the, the this cost them the Universal Championship somehow, or a DQ. What do you expect? Yeah, what happens if they just defy that order? Reigns gets disqualified, and then we do the match again in a place yeah, exactly. Like, oh, so I don't like, know, what's the no big deal. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past them just being like, I don't, you didn't say I'd lose the title if I just did, so I'll just get disqualified. I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I'd, Roman Reigns has one more Friday to explain why he did what he did. And if anything, the big story is going to be the Usos get involved anyway and either cost Seth the match or cost Roman the match and Roman still retains because he gets disqualified. That's all I got. Yeah, I don't know where it's going. I have no yep. idea. It could be, uh, it could just be a setup to start kind of, no, no, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know where they're going with it. Well, Curious. do we know what's going on with Brock versus Bobby? Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley for the <laughs> WWE Championship. Brock Lesnar wins. Do, does he though? No, it's not a guarantee. I think they're very high on on Bobby Lashley as well. So, oh, sorry. Going back, I agree with with Ma Dan. Pierce makes a stipulation Friday that says if he loses by DQ, Roman loses the title. They can absolutely. They do could. That. They could cement that this Friday. Yeah. Yeah. I need to remod Dan. By the way, uh, <laughs> Don and <laughs> remod Dan and remod Mike. That are in my notes. Uh, yeah, Brock and Bobby. I could see Bobby picking up the WWE Championship again. Yeah. Good. I don't want to see a unification match. No. I don't mind seeing an eight minute fight. Me I don't either. mind making this quick. <laughs> yeah. Let it be I a don't think it needs to be super long. Um, yeah. So 
Lashley, I, I will say Lashley wins the WWE Championship. Something happens that gets us there. Maybe <sighs> the Usos bold. get involved in that match. And he says, we're bringing you to the Tribal Chief. For Brock versus Roman at Mania? For, yeah, and then Brock has to do the Elimination Chamber, and Brock wins the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And finally, the Men's Royal Rumble, where there has been literally one story in it, and that's Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> Here are the contestants so far, and I don't say participants. I say the contestants, because I don't know what the hell we're doing. Come on down. Here we go. <laughs> Angela Dawkins, Montez Ford, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio. Tag teams. Austin Theory, Sheamus, Johnny Knoxville, Damian Priest, AJ Styles, Big E, Happy Corbin, Madcap Moss, Sami Zayn, sorry, future Intercontinental Champion, Madcap Moss, Sami Zayn, Kofi Kingston, Kevin Owens, Omos, Randy Orton, Riddle, Chad Gable, Otis, Robert Roode, Dolph Ziggler, and probably LA Knight. Yeah, because they did a whole run-in thing on uh, Monday after the show. Ooh. Big E, AJ Styles, Damian Priest, Omos. Kevin Owens. Omos. Randy Orton. Omos. I don't want to say Omos. Omos. It's Omos. <laughs> is this, I mean, AJ Styles was on the bump today. I think AJ Styles and Edge is where they want to go for Mania. I think that's a match that everyone's That's a pretty big match. <laughs> wanting to do. I think that's a pretty good, a good shout to do it. Big E winning the Royal Rumble. Is that still in the cards? Big E's been quiet. Considering like not on TV. Back quiet. with Kofi. Like I said, they would, despite all... Uh, all uh, barriers in place, Big E ends up with Kofi again. But this could be one of those times where, where they have the challenger, Big E in this case, come in and just like a lion after weeks of being a lamb. I, I think he should. I think that's like the ideal end result here is that Big E wins the Rumble. But And then what is Big E and Bobby? I mean, that's a pretty good match. That sounds good. Yeah, I like <laughs> Like, it just it, seems like a no-brainer, this one. So, I, I don't know. And maybe they're just trying to keep it quiet so it's more of a surprise. My wife just sent me a text message saying, I'm pretty sure Biggie is dead. And I, he, she means Biggie Smalls. <laughs> I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> That's how much my wife knows about wrestling. Um, <laughs> Big E winning the Rumble and going to face Bobby Lashley is a match for a night at WrestleMania that's not night two with uh sorry brock and and roman because night one is going to be the women's match night one is going to be the women's main event yeah and i think it like this might even be a show opener you know that's a becky and ronda main event for night one yeah and then you do biggie yeah do biggie and bobby to open night one mania night two you've got roman and brock as like the the main main event night two and then the women's match is somewhere in the middle where it's like it's big enough, but it's not the biggest match of the night. I think that's what it is. Like, I really I would say Big E wins. And I'm fine with that. I think a lot of people. Hey, I think that, I think absolutely. That. I'd be very happy with that as long as, you know, he wins and he gets to hold the title proper. <laughs> yeah. Like like Drew's saying, you know, Styles E or KO. Those are the three for sure. KO and Damian Priest still being in their little feud uh, kind of puts things in a different spot for me. Yeah, couldn't see that happening. Plus the KO Seth Rollins stuff. There's things you can lean on to to give them a place on the card. So, oh, KO and Seth Rollins for Mania, I think, is a thing. You give KO yeah. the U.S. Championship, and then it's KO versus Seth Rollins for the U.S. Championship at Mania, and didn't one they, of them just where, turns hard. Didn't they have a Mania match like two years ago? Yes, they did. Yeah, it like, was in the, in the empty, way too the soon empty. to be. Like no, it was MPC Mania. 
Yeah, yeah. So what? Put them in a tag team. Buddy, if they're barely going to show you Thunderdome oh, era WWE, you think they're going to rely on what happened in empty ass arena WWE? Oh, screw they the cannon, s- I guess. Man. They've scrapped that whole thing. What are you talking about? They'll just do it. Um, yeah, that's so. I, I mean, Biggie is the way. I think right. Biggie is the way. And then do Kevin Owens versus uh, versus Seth at that Mania show for the U.S. title. Even I, do, I mean, sure. Put a stipulation but, on it. That's what I. I'll be okay with it. Put it in a cage, just like everything else. Make it a ladder match. Uh, okay, we gotta go. Oh, we do have to go. Holy crap, we've been going late. Uh, yeah. Cool, that was us. Holy shit, that's our first uh, first time here at Fightful Overbooked. We're here every Wednesday and for now every Sunday as well. Noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Brit time. Tim, where can the kids find you on the internet? They can find me at Tim Stone, P-T-I-M-B-S-T-O-N-E-P on Twitter. It's YouTube. Oh, yeah, that too. YouTube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. I have to get used to that plug. Toss us a thumbs up, leave us a comment, and I am at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Ladies and gentlemen and friends beyond the binary, we will see you on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Post.